Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by randomest track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, my name's Joe, and this song finally says what we've been saying this whole time, which is those kids just aren't all right. Do you yeah, think those kids, those kids, those kids, those, those ones, kids? they're those not ones. all right. Yeah. I was I was I was reading the lyrics to some of those early songs and I was like, hmm, those kids, those kids, yeah. though, just just points vaguely those kids. Oh, you mean those ones? Yeah, they're not all right. The kids aren't all right, uh, which is track four off of American Beauty, American Psycho 2015. It feels so long ago. It was you know? like five years ago. Yeah, it's been this, I think, was. Maybe my favorite single when it like pre album release, um, if I'm remembering that correctly, I I remember coming around to Irresistible. I, I don't think I was I was quite ready for what it was delivering until much later. Also, I don't know when I don't remember when that was a single. But anyways, I have always liked this song. I continue to like this song. It's pretty straightforward. What do you think about it, Caitlin? So today was the first time I've ever heard it, and I liked it. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't looked at the lyrics that much, but like, I liked it. I liked like listening to it and stuff. Well, so. well you'll be happy to see that familiar green glow on uh, Genius.com. <laughs> Please sponsor us this week. These bad boys are verified, baby. Yeah, the, you know, I, I can't tell from the grammar if like the, like it's all capitalized and, and has, you know, punctuation correctly, which makes me think done. is is that not Pete? But then again, then I read the words and then some of some of the times it's just pictures and I'm like, I think this might be Pete. <laughs> but yeah, I think this song is quaint. Um, I like how it sounds. I think Patrick delivers really well. It's like this is this is like I think I've said this before where like it kind of sounds like what Save Rock and Roll was going for, but just like more, more fully realized like there's space in it. It's not a very busy song. But I think it connects better here than like Miss Missing You does, which is a song I like. But I just think this is a more sonically realized, uh, like to a similar approach. I agree. But yeah, I mean, we can I don't I don't think there's much to to say about the song, how it sounds beyond. I like it. It doesn't. Yeah, it sound good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't really do anything particularly wild. It's it's kind of slow and and contemporary the, the last chorus is a bit heavier there's a bridge which ha includes the lyric i just want to sit around and gaze at my shoes and i do think the the music changes to be maybe the most neutered version of shoegaze i've ever heard like i can tell mm -hmm. that they i can tell they consciously wanted to do it but they had to make it fit with the rest of the song and the rest of the album so it's like very toned down but i do think the guitar tone they intended to do that and i I respect it. I think people mm -hmm. who like shoegaze would be like, just do it. And I'm like, well, then it would be very strange <laughs> just to, to like, why did why did Fall Out Boy turn on a, vac a vacuum cleaner halfway through their song? I'm going to be real. I don't I still don't like really know what shoegaze like is. It sounds like a vacuum cleaner. And I say oh. that um, in enjoying quite a bit of it. But it's it's really very effects heavy. I'm, I'm being reductive to say it. uh, it's. The, like it's it's like a really heavy guitar tone through a lot of different uh pedals it's usually kind of slow and plotting but i like to reductively 
uh, refer to it as vacuum cleaner sounds as a joke because I just it's just funny to me. <laughs> I I do like like some shoegaze. Slow Dive is a is a pretty good band. My Bloody Valentine's probably the most popular. Oh, okay. I know what that is then. Yeah. I I I used to I had a My Bloody Valentine phase. Yeah, and I think they're I mean I think they're probably the most marketable version of it that I am aware of. There might be Lord knows the last time I <laughs> looked into the genre. But I just always liked that it was called shoegaze because when people were doing it, they just kind of stared down when they were performing, partly because they'd have like 20 fucking pedals uh, at their feet. Mm. Other than that, I mean, the title of the song is identical to a title of a Offspring song, which both are slightly tweaked versions of a song by The Who called The Kids Are Alright from 66. Thank you, Genius.com. Please sponsor us for giving me that year. But yeah, it's hard to say if Pete would be referencing The Offspring or The Who, mm-hmm. or just kind of consciously both, just like honoring the whole lineage. It's, I don't think it comes up in any of these verified annotations. So Yeah, I haven't seen it in like the little bit of poking I've done. Mm-hmm. This description does say fifth track from the record, which I believe is just wrong. Anyways, um... I'm I'm ready to get into these lyrics and these verified annotations. Let's fucking do it. or you want to start uh you can start okay stuck in the jet wash a bad trip i couldn't get off maybe i bet off more than i could chew overhead of the aqua blue fall to your knees bring on the rapture there's two separate annotations for fall to your knees bring on the and then rapture yeah i think i think his rapture is just a definition of the word <laughs> blessed be the boys time can't capture on film or between the sheets shut the fuck up <laughs> i always fall from your window into the pitch black street and with the black banners raised as the crooked smiles fade former heroes who quit too late who just want to fill up the trophy case again so those last four lines i'm I'm kind of interested in 
what Pete is referencing in it. I spoilers have read up these annotations because I was waiting uh, for you to set up. But I do want you to just click the last one and read it for everybody. The who just want to fill up the trophy case? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, you get to be Batman. And then there's a picture of a Batman comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's Batman who's dead, but also Batman is alive. Yeah, it's Batman looking in at a, a, a coffin of, I of don't himself. know, of himself. Um, I do love that we've, conf- like, confirmed our theory of Pete wanting to just be Batman. Yep. I or just Joker, who could say? Yeah, just opening up the annotation and it just says, you get to be Batman, is kind of <laughs> just a, a joke too good for us to well, write. And it's funny because, like, it's funny that they didn't combine those annotations because the one above it, it like, Also talks about it. Batman, yeah. Like, but the other one's just like, you get to be Batman, here's a picture of a Batman comic. Consciously wanted to include both annotations and separate them. Yeah, like, I assume it's the same Batman comic they're referring to, but... No, I don't know what this, uh, like, picture he took is from, um, but the annotation above it says in, uh, Neil Gaiman's Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader comic, Alfred confesses to a dying Batman that it was him and his friends that dressed up as the Joker and his enemies because it was the only time Bruce wasn't, Bruce wasn't depressed. He is a brute, but that was me misspeaking. <laughs> Which is, you know, sure, an interesting comic and interesting for for Pete to relate to it in that way. So maybe this is, I don't know if that's from the same comic at all, but... Can we talk about the annotation for a bad trip I couldn't get off? It's just a picture. It's just a trippy photograph. Mm-hmm. There's some titties in it, I wonder if that's okay for the, <sighs> for the genius. In the... The crash that killed Goose was from getting stuck in jet wash. We are eternal 12-year-olds. Yeah, it's that's funny, because I didn't... <laughs> I, I never knew what a jet wash was before reading these annotations. And the original, like, annotation that isn't verified explains what it is. It's uh, wind turbulence that can make for a shaky flight. But Pete, of course, only talks about Top Gun, which I can respect, I think. I didn't like that movie, but... I haven't seen it. I, for all of his faults, uh, adore Tom Cruise as a leading man, <laughs> uh, and uh, I, I plan to watch it since there's a new one coming out uh, this summer. Um, but anyways, weird. he's just a weird little manlet. Yeah, but he, have you seen him run? That dude can run. <laughs> there's a all right, y- I, y- y'all heard it here first. If you can run, Joe will stand you. Fucking no one can run like that man can. I I I think Mission Impossible Three is one of the weaker of of the franchise, even though it kind of revived an otherwise failing franchise. And it's directed by J.J. Abrams in, in an era where everything was very shaky and bleak, so it kind of just isn't for me. Um, but there's like a a long shot, like maybe forty five seconds of him just sprinting down a busy street, and it's so satisfying. Um, I that's that's easily like. The best thing about the Mission Impossible franchise is just how how many times they just do long shots of Tom Cruise running in one direction. <laughs> He's the best at it. Anyways, I hope he runs a Top Gun. I haven't seen it. I'll, I'll report back when I do. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, but uh, I do think um, to to stop dunking on Pete or just talking about Pete, I do think these lyrics are, are good um, yeah. at, uh, you know, using the illusion of of the plane without being 
you know, so obtuse, like it's, it, it's, it connects in a way. And like Bad Trip being more than just a, a drug reference, because I'm talking about a plane. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Okay, so question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the phrase, blessed be the boys that time can't capture on film or between the sheets, is that a vampire implication? I don't know. I guess I never really considered what can't capture on film really means. There's a reference in verse 2 to photographs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just like a fleetingness or not sitting still or, or, or what. Um, I do like the annotation for Blessed Be the Boys Time Can't Capture because uh, it says in Fallout Boys March 2007 Rolling Stone cover story, writer Brian Hyatt described Pete Wentz as having, quote, a Michael Jackson-like penchant for comparing himself to Peter Pan. And uh, it continues, a new, more accessible breed of rock star. Don't like that. Keeping in <laughs> close contact with an internet tribe of lost boys. Yeah, not a certainly hasn't aged well, uh, you know, 12, 13 years later. But I, I do think there's like, yeah, there's like a, a, a nervous energy, like just like a constant motion or, or fear of commitment between these two lines. Um, but then it switches to talking specifically to a to a person. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess fall to your knees probably does, too. I don't know if they're the same. I think it works. I think Patrick sings them really well. It's a pretty calm song. And the verses, mm-hmm. anyway, I think the chorus is a bit more belty. Yeah. Speaking of which, do you want to read the chorus? Sure. It says, And in the end, I'll do it all again. I think you're my best friend. Don't you know that the kids aren't all kids aren't all right? I'll be yours when it rains, it pours. Stay thirsty like before. Don't you know that the kids aren't all kids aren't all right? Never noticed that he says thirsty before. Never clocked that it's, line. Honestly, I really, truly hope that it's a Dos Equis commercial reference. Oh, yeah, I you guess know. I never. I, you're right. Stay thirsty, my friends. I just figured it was a reference to, to, to when it rains, it pours. Stay well, because when it rains, it pours. Stay thirsty, implying that like, like you drink it's not going like a turkey or some shit. Sure, or like I have no idea what you're referencing, and I don't want to know. I said sure out of Wait, reflex. You don't know but... about the thing where turkeys will like drown themselves. Oh, that's what you mean. Yes, I do know that. Yeah, I just I was like, I just heard drink water like turkey. And I was like, what? Hold on. What are turkeys doing? What are we doing with turkeys? <laughs> turkeys are dumb. And they're like, oh, it's water from the sky. Drink up, bitches. Yeah. And they don't know how to stop. Hilarious. Their tragedy of life. Anyways, it's a mood. <laughs> my um, my assumption is just like when, when it rains, it pours. Just, and then the stay thirsty just mean like it's not that's not happening. Mm-hmm. You, there, there is a drought, uh, as as Pete writes in his uh, first verse annotation of Overhead the Aqua Blue. He says Valley vibes. So, uh, <laughs> when was this? When was this? Five years ago, he said Valley vibes. Valley vibes. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's straightforward. I do like. Uh, there's something about in the end, I'll do it all again. That works as like as the beginning of a chorus that goes three times in the song. Like, I think that just kind of connects in a way that works as a refrain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really have many thoughts on it. It's fine. He sing it good. Yeah, he sing it good. 
in my mind, that is a Dos Equis reference. So. Okay. No one can prove me wrong, so. Correct. You're right about that. <laughs> All right. Verse two. I'm not passive, but aggressive. Mood. Uh, take note. It's not impressive. Empty your sadness like you're dumping your purse on my bedroom floor. We put your curse in reverse, and it's our time now if you want it to be. Maul the wood like the carnival bear set free. I love Midsummer. <laughs> oh, it says maul the world, not wood. I was yeah. like, why would a bear be eating wood? They're not beavers. Um. Anyway, and your love is anemic, and I can't believe that you couldn't see it coming from me. And I still feel that rush in my veins. It twists my head just a bit to think all those people in those old photographs I've seen are dead. And despite those syllables sounding not like they don't sound like a rhyme spoken, it sounds great in the song. Yeah, it's a, I'm honestly like a little taken aback by like how weird it sounds spoken versus how it's performed because it doesn't mm-hmm. sound very good spoken. No, yeah, but Patrick, Patrick can do it. I think. Yeah. Just. On the last episode, we had a similar thing where it sounded really weird and disjointed reading it, but I've never noticed it sounding disjointed listening to the song. And yeah, I like I like this verse. I think um, there's a lot of good lyrics, and Patrick changes up his like the rhythm he's singing shifts halfway through. Um, I like that it changes, and I like how it sounds when it does. I'm not passive, but aggressive. notes about the first half one i am surprised that empty your sadness like you're dumping your purse doesn't have an annotation with a gift from breakfast club yeah that's my first note second note uh the first two lines i'm not passive but aggressive take note it's not impressive is maybe the most self-reflective pete Mm -hmm. has been lyrically and the fact that he is referring to himself as not impressive is like it takes me aback yeah it's int- like I don't know. This song's nice and all, but it's like it's kind of a surprising little thing to to include. Yeah, I like it. I think this verse kind of gets away from itself as far as like what it's talking about, but it's like pleasant. Mhm. Yeah, it makes me wonder what like the whole song is supposed to be about like as a single cohesive thing because it seems to be about like, you know, sometimes sometimes it's it's okay to be sad sometimes. As, you know, Mr. Rogers has always told me. Uh, and then <laughs> verse two kind of changes it up to be speaking to, in my opinion, the listener base. Because you have lyrics like, we put your curse in reverse. 
um, which is just, you know, a 10-year update on where we sing music for people who need umbrellas on the inside or whatever. (laughs) And I think putting your curse on your verse is a good lyric to have right before his vocal style changes, which is nice. And then Maul the World, like the carnival bear set free, is an interesting lyric of just like some sort of act of revenge or response to feeling bad all the time. The last lyric is, I don't know what it's supposed to relate to, because it, it's just a weird time. As as much as the, the sentiment is, is fine and introspective, it's, I'm just like, now? What does that have to do with anything else? But it's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't pull me out of it or bother me. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, when I really look at it, I'm like, what the fuck is this talking about? But, like, it doesn't pull me out of it in the same way that, like, some of the other things that he's done like this do. Mm-hmm. It works as an ending line for, for the verse, because it is kind of just, like, talking about a, a thing that makes him bummed out or bothers him. Um, and the way that the song is stronically, sonically structured, I think works fine because it's like the the music kind of changes a bit at the end of the verse and then it builds up into the the chorus again which is what comes next and it's the same staying thirsty uh and then the bridge uh which i talked about earlier says sometimes i just want to sit around and gaze at my shoes yeah and let your dirty sadness fill me up like a balloon don't know why he uses the word dirty there yeah it's a weird choice, but I guess it's probably intending to just be, like, honest that it's not sugar-coated or, or great. I think dirty is just a weird word that I've never clocked before, but it doesn't really bother me, I guess. just makes me... Yeah, it's just kind of strange. Hmm. Yeah. And then the just the... I also don't like the combination of dirty sa- sadness fill me up like a balloon. Yeah, it is a strange series of words. That, that just feels kind of icky. I don't know why, but it's just kind of like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really clocked what those words were. I think it felt fo- like, cons- almost conceptually, I, I want to say like, oh yeah, it follows up the empty your sadness before, and now the reverse of that where he is being filled up by it. Yeah, well, and it's still the other person emptying it. It's just a matter of whether you're emptying it on the floor into another person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a head-scratcher, but not in a bad way. Yeah, no, it's to not me, bad. It's anyway. just kind of like, ooh. Yeah. I don't like, the, I don't like the thought of dirty sadness in a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> or in a person, honestly. Yeah. But you know, sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes it'd be like that. And then the, the chorus plays one last time, hits a little harder and louder. It's, it captures a sort of catharsis as, as much as a, a toned down Fall Out Boy song from 2015 can, I think. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it works. I think it's good. I like the song. Yeah, I dig it. Don't you know that 
there's I mean there's I, I think we stopped talking about the remixes when we did this record um but that's mm-hmm. also just okay um features Azalea Banks so um <laughs> but it's all right I, 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 I didn't listen to it but I think I assume it's fine it's fine yeah with uh I mean I haven't read her lyrics so I I could disagree if I were to do a closer read but it just played on immediately after I listened to this one today and I was like, yeah, this is fine. I think the, the beats are right. And Patrick sounds great over it. And she sounded fine with as ever much attention I, I put into it, but yeah, it's all right. The kids may not be all right, but this song is, that's my in-depth review. This song is a solid. All right. Yeah. It's quaint. (laughs) This is a palate cleanser after centuries on the track list. It's true. Did you look at the annotation on your love is anemic? No, should we? Um, well, I I I guess I didn't know this, but I guess a lot of people miss- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess you looked at it. What? Apparently what? Uh, this line your love is anemic was commonly misheard as your love is a meme though or the something more I look at it the worse it gets yeah it's pretty bad boy feel you <laughs> do it's uh <laughs> this uh, this is of course uh a f- fan art meme of of the f- the folia do cover but instead of the the bear suit and the bear it's someone in the feels bad man frog suit and the feels bad man frog <laughs> with his it's arms so up funny. it's really funny I'm fucking crying. (laughs) (laughs) Feel out, boy. I didn't even notice that the words were changed until you pointed it out. That really... Feel out, boy, from the account. Sometimes this podcast is feel out, boy, feel you do, but... Very rarely. It's it's been a minute. I think it's happened before, though. I I I figured this episode was kind of a coin flip on whether or not it was, but it's just... Yeah, it's just alright, talking about a, you know... It's okay to it's okay to be sad sometimes. I Pete Wentz have been sad sometimes. Says Pete Wentz. I almost tweeted it from the uppercut account. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got on this song. I think it's I think it's quaint. I think it's nice. I think um, you know, solid B plus. Yeah, I recommend it. Nothing really bad to say about it. Doesn't reach for the stars or or grab any transcendent moments or anything. It's, It's good. It's all right. Yeah, three out of five stars. Maybe yep, three I'd and a half. I give it like four. I give it three and a half. That's where my that's where my solid, just okay performances go in my in my book. This is why numbered review scores are dumb. Anyways, follow me on Letterboxd. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's it. Um, I haven't thought of a pairing, so something will be, be there. Yeah, I'll think of it in, in a few days. But I'm of course referring to our pairing playlist because every week. We pick a non-Fallout Boy song to pair with the Fallout Boy song. Uh, you can find a link to that playlist in the show notes, or you can search Spotify for FOB cast. Caitlin! Yes, Joe? Where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter.com, at CGNARs. And from there, I have a pinned tweet with all of my other shit that I do. Nice! <laughs>
You can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J. Oh, I make a couple other podcasts. Um, the week that this comes out will be when Got It Memorized does the, uh, you know, the whole Kingdom Hearts 3 in one episode thing. I talked about it in the last episode, I think. Also, this week will be, uh, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, then I'll be able to say that tomorrow. Uh, Nervous Rex, my podcast talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion, is doing, I want to say, episode 18. It's We're getting oh, into hey, it. almost there. We're, we're getting into some serious shit in, in terms of that story's plot. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, listening to Chris react to it. God. It's a good podcast. I recommend it if, uh, if, you, if you're a fan of, of that program, Neon Genesis Evangelion, or if you're a, a conflicted flan, fan or flan. Who has issues with the program? Because I sure a do. Conflicted custard. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm realizing I probably have more issues with the rebuilds than the show proper. Um, mm. I didn't like the show. But I think the, I think the sh- the show has its its flaws, but I, I or it, it's, it simply was not for me. And that's valid, that's and fine. and that's fair. Not everything is for everybody. I think the show has a lot of question marks that i enjoy talking about with my friend chris on nervous rex uh find it on the same podcast network as this one at the orangegroves.com yeah but i think i think that's it um follow, follow this show on twitter see our shit posts yeah swgd pod yes is that it i already mentioned mm-hmm. the the parenting yeah, playlist that's that's cool good. you already mentioned the you already mentioned the playlist uh you can hang out with us in the orange groves Discord channel, Discord server. There's a lot of channels, but we have one. Uh, you can hang out with us there. Chat about Fallout Boys, Panic at Discos, etc. Mm-hmm. All the other shows have channels too, so if you're a fan of the other shows, you can hang out there too. They sure do. Also, if you're a patron, you can get Champs in the Making, where I scream at Cotto Waypoint. So is that their fun. last name? Yes. Uh, yeah, Champs in the Making is a is a fun network wide podcast i don't know how to talk about a show that has a revolving panel of of hosts yeah it's that just, includes it's everyone in the network and that was my first ever episode and i sure did come out swinging yeah it's a, it's a it's a really fun episode uh also my return after a hiatus of not being on the show but yeah i just got some new ones recorded i'm looking forward to to hearing those edited and up there on the patreon that's uh, at the ten dollar level and the uh the public feed is of course getting to a month um so we just had the the premiere of Chris Hutton, who I just talked about for a while on that podcast in the public feed. <laughs> Electa Bam Margera. <laughs> yeah, what a what a powerful phrase. Um, uh, Lion King voice. What a what a powerful phrase. <laughs> it means no worries for the rest yeah. of these days. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> God. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Lots. Lots of lots of great stuff. Um. Oh, listen to If Not Us, Then Who. I'm on that oh, too, yeah. and I've turned it into a horror podcast. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's always a, a good thing to, to show up on a podcast that wasn't horror and turn it into it. Honestly, finally, my monster fucking came in handy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, everyone said to keep it off your resume, but it, it you really made it work. Yeah. Just goes to show, chase your bullshit, friends. <laughs> Ch- yeah, chase it. Chase it and... uh just keep, just keep running. Anyways. All right, goodbye. Okay, Glenn! <laughs> yes, Joe? This is more than you bargained for yet? Uh, this one was like a nice quality 20% off sale. Yeah! Yeah!
Get a nice well, coupon a in the mail. Out, but like enough to where I was comfortable buying. Yeah, you get a coupon in the mail. You decided, I guess I'll go check it out. And you don't mm-hmm. regret it. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, talking about, I have no idea what song, um, but I do know Something. that we'll, I know we'll both be crazed from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, God. Bye, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>